Hi, welcome back to Unsolved South's special Halloween episode. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm Maddie. If we sound weird, it is because we're recording virtually and we're having issues getting it all worked out. But we're going to figure it out, so stick with us. Yeah, one day we'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) It has been difficult, for real. It really has. I don't know why, but... I don't know. It is! It's Halloween! The day we've been waiting for. I am. I can't wait to hear the story you're going to tell me. Yes, we're taking Sawyer trick-or-treating with his Auntie (sighs) E.E. And that should be fun. And we did our pumpkin carving today. Aw, yay. She's going to come trick-or-treat at my house. She's probably the only trick-or-treater I'll get unless Ty decides to go trick-or-treating. Then he'll come over. Yeah, I doubt it, though. Is Zane going trick-or-treating? No, he says he's too old. Yeah, he is a little old. <laughs> well, it sucks. I mean, he's old, but it sucks. Yeah, I know. Because he is the last baby. Yeah. But in any case, Avery Kate's going to come over and trick-or-treat at my house. And um, hopefully Ty will come with her. Because, you know, Adam likes to take all of them trick-or-treating so he can collect the candy tax. Yeah, for uh, sure. We'll see. We'll see. Got to get okay, those so- Reese's. That's right. All right, so we got a good story today, and then we've got, um, I've got a personal story that it's wild, so, um, so it won't be a huge episode, but, um, I'm excited about this story. Yeah, and you're rolling Georgia into this, aren't you? I am. Well, I'm gonna do this story and call it Georgia, because here's what happened. My husband has this story from where he grew up. And it's about these, um, I guess they were like supposedly deformed or something. I'm not really sure what the story is because I could not get a real answer. And he was like, I don't know because I was the youngest. And so all my siblings were, they were teenagers when I was a kid. And so, um, I just heard bits and pieces, but they can tell you the story. So I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, and I got family down there and they can tell you the story. So he sent um, a message to his family on Facebook and he was like, "Um, can y'all tell us the story? Because they're going to do a podcast. And his family was so unhelpful. It was ridiculous. The only one of his family members that was helpful was (laughs) Bonnie, his sister. And she told a story that was like a hundred percent different than the story he was telling. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's over there like, I have never heard that story in my life. (laughs) So my plan was to maybe get him to guest host and tell the story. And then he was like, I don't know if yeah. I can tell it good enough. I don't know. I don't know. And then he was like, it fell apart. His family let us down so hard on that. <laughs> so, except Aww. for Bonnie. Bonnie came through because she did give us a story. But it was, um, I was like, at least her story is something I could build off of. The rest of them were like, oh, there were like deformed kids in the woods. <laughs> Like, not how they got there, not what happened, not what they do. Are they ghosts? I mean... Yeah. 
give me oh, something it, it to work with, please. Thing. Exactly. So I'm going to quick, like a bunny, tell Bonnie's version of the story from these woods where okay. he grew up. And, um, and then we'll move on to the main story. But supposedly, okay. there, there is this place near, well, no, there really is this place <laughs> near Atlanta. And it's called Peter <laughs> Woods. And that's where he grew up. And mm -hmm. the road is supposed to be super creepy. I did hear that on the internet. The road is super creepy. And he says that there were these deformed kids out there and they would come like people put candy bars on their vehicles and these kids will come running out of the woods to snatch the candy bars. But I mean, I, don't, I couldn't find that. Like I heard people say that they tried it, but I never heard anybody be like, oh yeah, this is what happened. So um, the... Woods are supposedly super creepy, though. I know he said that his father was always really creeped out going down there. And, um, you know, his father was a fireman and a police officer. So, you know, I'm sure yeah. he didn't scare in Atlanta for a while. So I'm sure he didn't right. scare easily. <laughs> but um, Bonnie said that one time he had got out to pee and her mama acted like she was going to drive off and he took off running with his pants down <laughs> trying to get back in the car because it had freaked him out so much to be out there. <laughs> but Bonnie's story is that there was this guy out there, he was a goat farmer and um, he was kind of like a hermit, kept to himself, had his wife and kids out there, but other than selling goats or milk or whatever, he didn't really socialize with anybody he didn't go to town they just stayed on the farm stayed to themselves but he found out that one yeah. of his daughters was out kimboarding with several different men in the town and so he got upset about it and um i'm sure he called her some names and such and then he locked her up in the goat barn with the goats and what? as punishment he was like feeding her out there and everything and he just left her in this goat barn and then after a while she gave birth to a half man half goat or i guess half baby half goat what and so there what? is a goat man that is supposed to roam the woods out there in Peter's Woods near Atlanta. This is sketchy. So that was her that's story. Crazy. And I was like, I mean, that's something. That's like a beginning, middle, and end. It's more than any of the rest of you people gave us. <laughs> so yeah. I thought that was interesting. Anyway, in my searches, I also found that somebody in 2018 swears they saw a rep. rep I cannot say it thanks to Rugrats. My first instinct is to go, Raptor. Raptor. <laughs> but uh, they had seen one, supposedly in Georgia in 2018. But I A Raptor? Yes, that's what they swore. That they were out hunting with their grandfather. What? And they saw one run down the road and they hid from it. Until it was gone, and then they jumped in their car and left. And they never hunted out there again. But he didn't say what town. What? I didn't even think I a reptile was a real thing. The dinosaur? 
Like a raptor, like um, yeah, I like thought on, it was like on Jurassic Park, like blue clever girl, you know. Yeah, it's like training them. Yeah, but I thought that was like, oh, it's a raptor. Yeah, not a raptor. My bad. That's what I said. You didn't fix said, it. You said raptor. I don't know. I just always do. Because in my mind, <laughs> that's how it sounds. It's like raptor. <laughs> I hear little Tommy Pickles <laughs> saying it. Yup. <laughs> Raptor. Raptor. In any case, so he supposedly saw one, and I was like, but I couldn't find any other stories, and I couldn't find where it was or anything, so I was like, I can't tell that. So I mean, I kind of did. The story too. Yes. I mean, I kind of told it, but I mean, I guess look out if you're out there. But, you know, there's cryptids, like there's the um, North Georgia Bigfoot Association, and people swear that they see panthers in Georgia all the time, even though um, the DNR always says that's not true, but how do you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Georgia's thick with woods. I mean, aren't they in Florida? Why couldn't they just walk up here? In any case, people say they catch them mm-hmm. on their deer cams all the time. So, But I decided not to go cryptid. I decided to go for this story that I heard way back before we decided to start this podcast. And then when we decided to start it, I was like, oh, I want to do this story. And I was like, nope, saving it for Halloween. So I've been sitting on it all this time. Are you ready? <laughs> well, I'm excited. Yes. Okay. All right. So here goes. On September 8th, 1987, in Atlanta, Minnie Winston, 77 years old, locks up her house. She sets her alarm. It's about 9.30 at night. She makes sure everything is locked up tight, sets her alarm. She goes and checks on her 79-year-old husband, Willie. He's been in bad health. He's got, he's on dialysis. And so um, he spends a lot of time with that. And so he's already in bed, but she goes to check on him, make sure he doesn't need anything or whatever. And he doesn't, or she does whatever he needs. And then she's like, oh, let me go take a nice relaxing bath. She gets her a good book and she goes to the bathtub, runs her bubbles. She gets in the tub, she's soaking. It seems like a wonderful night. She decides to get out of the tub this is about 11:30 at night by this point because she's had you know to close up the house and do all her last minute things that us women do yeah. before bed she's like oh, i'm getting pretty wrinkly let me get out and so she steps out of the tub and when she does she mm-hmm. steps in a puddle of liquid and it's not water yeah it's rust colored hmm. and she's like what on earth is Blood? this well she doesn't immediately think so but she looks at it and she's like I don't know what this is she doesn't believe it has a smell she can't smell it and surely with that much blood covering the bathroom floor you would smell it right 
But then she starts thinking, what if it is blood? What if my husband fell or something and he hurt himself? And so she runs to go check on him. She gets in the bedroom and he's in there. He's fine. And she's like, Willie, mm-hmm. come out and look at this. There's something all over the floors. So they walk out into the hall and all over the floor and the bottom parts of the wall are drops splatters of blood and what? they range from dime size to um silver dollar size so you know that's a, a decent splatter of blood it's all over the walls the lower half it's all over the floor they go into the bathroom the bathroom floor is covered with blood it's like a puddle and it's bubbling up from the floorboard from the wooden floor in the bathroom Mm-hmm. And she's like, what is, what? what is this? What's going on? And so they check um, the living room. They go into the living room and the whole way there are these drops of blood all over the floor in the bottom parts of the walls. And so they go into the living room and there's blood in the living room also. Walk into the kitchen. There's blood all over the living room. Same thing, splattered on the walls and everything. And so Willie calls 911. And he says, "Um, there's blood all over my house. But um, it's just me and my wife here. And neither one of us are hurt. But there's blood all over. So 911 is a little confused. They're like... You know, have you been drinking? The the, the usual. And um, he insists, you know, they need to come check it out because something's obviously gone wrong. This is crazy. EMS gets yeah. there. And they check very carefully. They check both Minnie and Willie. And neither of them has a scratch on them. They're perfectly fine. The police come and they bring, um, a, it was a crime scene investigator, but I assume it would have been a, like a blood splatter person, but she comes and she is testing, she's picking it up, testing it, to see if it actually is blood, is it human blood, is it their blood. So she's getting samples and everything to be tested. She gives an interview to the paper later where she says that the entire time she was there, she was super creeped out. But, um, mm, yeah, and she's, imagine so. But she's again a crime scene investigator working in Atlanta in the 80s. So I'm sure she's seen some stuff. Again, she's somebody that doesn't seem like yeah. they would just get creeped out. You know, that's kind of weird. In any case, so the investigator comes, he talks to them and everything. They say there's nobody else in the house. Um, Nobody else has been in the house. They find that um, there are no open doors or windows. The alarm was still set when EMS got there. They had to cut off the alarm to let them in. So the alarm had not been tripped. If anybody had... the house is bleeding. That's what it looks like. So the police go through... And they find blood in the bedrooms, the living room, all the hallways, the kitchen, the basement. And in the basement, their basement had a dirt floor. And it was on the dirt the dirt floor 
and then it was also under a mm-hmm. TV they had in there, and then in a, a little narrow um, opening that they said would be nearly impossible for a person to get into, but the blood was what? in it. This Did story they test broke. it to see if it was actually blood? Yeah, we're getting there. So, um, oh, this story broke like two days later on the radio. And um, mm-hmm. the radio was like, oh, there's this bleeding house in Atlanta. And, you know, it's September 11 ish by then. Um, and, yeah. People are calling the radio station and they're like, you're joking, right? Is this a hoax? Is this a joke? And they're like, oh, no, no. So people are calling the police and they want to know if the radio stations are lying. So, and they're calling Minnie's house and they're asking her what's going on. Is her house filled with blood? How much blood? All of this. So everybody's just getting inundated with these phone calls from everybody because everybody wants to know about this. And the police says they're not going to release any information yet, but uh, they do actually release to the newspaper that it was, in fact, human blood. (gasps) What? And it did not match Minnie or Willie's blood type. Well, yeah, we knew that. Well, no, because... Well, I guess we one didn't know of, that, know that, but... Right, we didn't know that. We assumed, but we didn't really yeah. know. So, the police yeah. are investigating. They can't decide if a crime took place. They don't even know what they're investigating because they've got this blood, but they don't mm-hmm. have a body. They don't have any proof of a crime. They have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. And, I mean, how could you, right? So... Um, pretty quickly, the investigator, he told the newspaper that he felt like it was probably a hoax. And his theory, and he came up with this. Yeah, and he came up with it pretty quick because this was in the newspaper on September 11th. This happened on the 8th. So Mm -hmm. pretty quickly, he was like, oh yeah, we think it's a hoax. So, his two leading theories were that, and this was um, his hoax theories, he later gave, he didn't say in the newspaper what his theories were, he just said he felt like it was a hoax, and he didn't know who would have perpetrated it. Later, he gave an interview to the Georgia Skeptics Newsletter, and he, this is Lieutenant Horace Walker, of the Atlanta Police Department, mm-hmm. and he was the one investigating. He said that he felt like it was a hoax, either perpetrated by Willie because he was on dialysis, and so he would have gone into the dialysis clinic and had access to human blood. And what? he probably just did it. Giving to- out human blood in the dialysis clinic. <laughs> Right. He probably did it to get his kids' attention because there were some family issues going on. And, okay, so... Okay. Yeah, let's let's dissect this a little bit. First off, this man is 79 years old and not in good health. So On his deathbed, basically. 
Well, I mean, he's on dialysis. He's not necessarily on his deathbed, but he's 79 years old. So, I mean, he's up there. So, your theory is that he goes into this dialysis clinic who is just with blood sitting out willy-nilly. And he just, you know, on his way out, I guess, grabs a few and sticks them up Wraps under his shirt. And, and hobbles himself to the vehicle and then he goes home and he's like oh perfect timing Minnie's in the bathroom let me skeet this blood <laughs> everywhere now and mind you again <laughs> he's not in great health but he goes down to the basement and he skeets it down there like wouldn't you have just stuck to the top level so you wouldn't have had to climb the stairs yeah I mean also wouldn't you have just done the easy thing well, also, mind you, Minnie's in the bathroom, so I guess he had to get on the floor and skeet it up under the bathroom door. Yeah. Because she was in the bathroom in the tub. He didn't come in with her. She'd have noticed. And this is to get your kid's attention, like, like I'm going to call you and be like, Did they even life. call their kids? No, not when this was going on. I mean, like, I'm sure they did eventually, then but that night they called EMS and stuff. But if I call you and I'm like, Matlin, my house is bleeding. Can you come over and spend some time with me? <laughs> Can you come to my house? Exactly. Instead? It's weird, right? Mr. Walker's other theory of a hoax was mm -hmm. that one of Minnie and Willie's kids was actually a nurse. And so, obviously, she had access to blood also. They oh, yeah. felt like she could have staged the thing to make the couple look crazy so that they could be committed and she could take over financially. What? <laughs> okay, so let's dissect did that Did she think that second. they were just gonna... Go on. Did she think they were gonna what? <laughs> oh, sorry. I was trying not to interrupt you because of the, um, the latency issues. But, um... Yeah. Did she think that the police were just going to not show up when they said the house was bleeding or what? Or that they weren't going to call the police. Like they were going to be like, oh, damn, where'd all this blood come from? Uh, get me the mop, please. You know, I mean. Well, they would have to call somebody because how would they get committed otherwise? Well, I don't know because I feel like if... If I'm just like, we woke up the other day and there was blood all over the house. And then I was like, but we cleaned it up. <laughs> but I tell you, there's blood everywhere. You could be like, they're telling this crazy story about there's blood all over the house. But it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, and there was really nothing doesn't. to say that, you know, their finances were so terrific that she would have really benefited from taking over their finances or anything. Right. I don't like, and she's a nurse. I don't know. I like to see the good in people, but I feel like people that are nurses try to get into that so they can help people, not because they're out here all evil plotting to steal blood and frame their parents for crazy. <laughs> right. It's, it doesn't make sense. So, the director so of the crime lab, out? whether it was okay, them, go ahead, sorry. no, um, the director of the crime oh, lab no. came, he also said that he thought it was a hoax, but he didn't know who had perpetrated it, and he did not blame anybody or 
be like, oh, this is my wild accusation. He had a reason for believing that it was possibly a hoax because in his career, he had dealt with a case where some Emory University students had taken blood that they had stolen from a blood bank and they had dumped it in their friend's hair and then they had drug him out of the room. What? And so oh my the God. police... Yes, actually crazy right so it took the police about a week yeah. to figure out that there had not even been a murder that it was just a hoax that these emory students had pulled off and the way they found out that it was a hoax was because they had um had the blood analyzed and the blood held citrate and that is only found in blood that's been stored such as from a blood bank What's interesting is I could not find anything in the blood analysis that said the blood in Minnie mm. and Willie's house had citrate in it. Well, then where did that come from? Nobody knows. Yeah, if it doesn't have citrate, though, why would they assume that it was a hoax related to the other people's hoax? Well, remember, they, got, they decided it was a hoax before they ever even got the blood back. Oh, okay. Before they were I ever 100% were sure it was even Sorry. human blood, they had already decided. Because it was like two days later, he was telling the paper he was sure it was a hoax. Now, later was when he said he felt like it was either Willie or the daughter. But he decided, like, from the beginning that he thought it was a hoax. Mm-hmm. Many did not, and Willie did not, um, like the attention Neither of them was out giving interviews or any of that. They were hanging up on people like, you know, please stop calling me. There's no blood in this house. You know, all of this. People were showing up at their door. They were legit being harassed and they were not having a good time. So if it was a hoax by them... I guess they didn't think it through very well because they did not, they were not enjoying the limelight. So it's not something they did for attention from outsiders. And I don't know if it got them attention from their kids. I got to get back to the fact that this is a 77-year-old woman and a 79-year-old man, and I just cannot imagine. That they just were like, you know what would be fun today? I'm kind of bored with my life. Let's do this. I mean, it just doesn't yeah, make no. any sense, right? But I looked and I could not find anything saying that the the blood dialysis, I mean, the blood analysis came back and said that there was anything in it that pointed to it being a stored blood. So, now about six months after this happened, Minnie did finally give an interview to a man named Kurt Rowlett, who was, he was writing a book that he was calling the Labyrinth 13, True Tales of the Occult, Crime, and Conspiracy. When she gave the interview, she said that Nothing paranormal had ever happened in the house. They had lived there for 22 years. Nothing had Mm -hmm. happened before or since. She would not live in a haunted house, so she felt like it was haunted. She would have already moved out. 
and she said right. that it wasn't blood that what happened was their hot hot bleh, the hot water heater in their basement had busted and steam came out and mixed with rust and mud from the dirt floor and it shot it all through the ductwork in the house and so it got on the walls and the floors and all of that and so it was just muddy rusty steam water that shot out everywhere because hmm. of the hot water. I don't know why she heater. had to make up a story. Okay. I don't believe that, not one bit. Well, the lab test confirmed it was human blood. So, I mean, the the lab tests say that's not the case at all. Also, the police, yeah. the EMS, the first responders, the reporters, all of them went through the house. They took pictures. They looked at everything nobody noted that the hot water heater was messed up and a hot water heater that's releasing that much steam and rust and water is going to be obvious but nobody noted nobody said oh yeah well the hot water heater was malfunctioning nobody said that so the writer of this book believed that she just had to believe that it wasn't human blood in order for her to be able to stay in the house because otherwise she would have been just too freaked out and she would have had to live there so in her mind she had to believe that it was just rust and mud they never solved the mystery they never found out where the blood came from willie died a few years later um, so he didn't last that much longer, uh, you know, which he was in bad health, but Minnie lived to be 104. She died in 2015 wow. in, in the house. So she stayed there well after. Wow. Now, in my research, let me tell you about this, uh, interesting little sad note tidbit. that I came across. Little tidbit here that was interesting to me. They had lived in the house for 22 years, right? But the previous occupant of the house was a man named Albert Thompson. And he worked for the Federal Housing Authority. And one September day in 1950, on his way home from work, he was T-boned by another driver. Mm -hmm. That driver was not injured, but Albert was. He was sent to the hospital, and they treated him and then released him and sent him home. He went home not realizing that he actually had internal injuries. He died in the house on Halloween. The date of his accident was the anniversary the anniversary of his accident would have been the day the house split. Really? Yep. He died on How Halloween. crazy. But the day he got wow. sent home was the same day the house split, but it was 1950 instead of 87. Wow. So, what a coinky dink. Yes, what a coinky dink. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? You got uh, thoughts, theories? Uh haunted bleeding house maybe i don't think these old people are hoaxing people though yeah i've got a real hard time believing that yeah 
the um, sorry, not sorry. security system threw me off because actually what my first thought was was that someone outside had got shot or stabbed or something and they were running from somebody mm-hmm. and ran through the house trying to get away. I was but expecting the, like, I don't know, I just, when you told it, I'm imagining like just bloodstains like everywhere, like speckled everywhere. They are. They're in, in so six I don't know how someone rooms of the house through your the house can do that. Well, if they're spurting blood. Yeah, I don't think running through your house. Well, it I mean, doesn't matter. Were they shot the, in the jugular? Well, I mean, if you got shot in like a, a artery in your leg and you're running through, it would be splatter. But it's drops and that's weird too that it's drops. But it doesn't matter because the yeah. alarm was set and all the doors and windows were locked and the alarm was never tripped. Yeah. So it would have had to been somebody that was already in the house. When she set the alarm. And then what? I mean, or they the were house like, bleeding itself. I don't know. But what would cause the house to bleed? Spirits. So your what theory you is that it it might have been the ghost of the guy that got killed in the car wreck? Wait, he got killed before that? No, he got, he bled out in the house. He had internal bleeding. I mean, but it was caused yes, of the but car Yes, he wreck. got killed before the blood splatter? Yeah. In 1950. He was the one that lived in the house previously. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. I thought he was after. My bad. I thought he was after. He was previous. Gotcha. This happened in 1950. He died. Yeah. What happened with them was 1987. This house is on Fountain Drive in Atlanta, if you ever get that Mm -hmm. direction. You can look up the address. I'm not going to tell people what the address is. Um, It was just a modest little house. It really was not, um, I mean, I hate to say it, but it wasn't like anything special. Gotcha. It was just an average house. There was nothing that would make you say, you know, haunted or anything. And like I said, many swears that they never had an issue before or after and that if the house was haunted, she'd have moved out because she could not, she could not have lived in a haunted house. I don't know if I could have lived in a house where I felt like every time I got up, I might step in a pool of blood. Right? And that would be scary. So, I don't know. But that's my story that I've been holding on to. All right, what else you got? So. That was a good one. I know, I was excited about it. Okay, so this is the story I'm going to tell you that my mother is going to kill me if she finds out. Because she is so mad when I tell this story. But it is 100% the truth. Because she says that I'm saying she was a bad parent, but 100% I'm not saying that. Like, I don't think she knew this was happening and was like, here, go over. Let me tell the story. Um, When me and Adam were little and we lived over, we lived in Hepzibah in a little trailer over there. So it was before the rest of the kids were born. Mm Mm-hmm. So, we had to be, like, probably 
six and eight ish like in that area right mm-hmm. okay so it was halloween and my parents always were real big on halloween when we were growing up and probably why i am now and so they always were doing something yeah. on halloween you know a party or whatever and so this year they had a They were doing like a haunted house at a church or something. And it was different back then because it wasn't those hell houses like they do now. It it was like a haunted house, but it was at the church. And they were doing like this party and I think they had chili and stuff. And it was like a whole big thing. And so they were working at it to, you know, they were setting it up and I don't know, being monsters in it, whatever. I don't know because I didn't get to go. So, they take us to one of my father's distant relatives that lived at the opposite end of the road. This was not people that we, Mm -hmm. like, hung out with or, you know, were having dinners with or anything like that. But it was like, you know, they were involved with this church. And so, I guess all the kids... Uh, for people that were working at this haunted house thing were supposed to drop their kids off over there and they were going to babysit them. Okay, so this is like yeah. the 80s. This is like a different time. This isn't... <laughs> this isn't like right. now where you're background checking everybody that's going to talk to your kid. It, it wasn't like that. And so they took us over there and they... um we're like, you know, we'll be back in a couple hours. So I remember this so vividly. She is like, hey, oh, y'all are going to have so much fun. And all. And then she's like, you know, bye to my parents. And we're like, bye. And then she takes us in this house and it's a trailer. It's, well, you know, I'll say house because I'm from the South. Trailers are houses. Anyway, she takes us in her house and it's a little trailer and all the way to the back bedroom. It's got brown carpet. It's got the wood walls. It's got a single bed in the middle of the floor. It's got like a um an old TV on like a TV tray. Um, I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like one of them folding table mm-hmm. things. People used to put their TV yeah. dinners on them. Okay, so the yeah. TV's sitting up on one of those. And so she says... Stay in here and be quiet so they don't know you're here. And then she shuts the door. Uh, creepy. And leaves. Let me fast forward a sec to, I don't know, we were young adults. My brother calls out of the clear blue and he says, hey, I'm over here with mom. Do you remember the time she dropped us off at that trailer at the end of the road? And I was like, and the witches were there. And he's like, yes. And so I told the story. My story matches up with his story 100%. Let's Hmm. fast forward again. So, or let's rewind back to where we're in this house. We had never discussed this story before he called me that day and asked me if I remembered it. We had never discussed it. We had never said anything to our parents about it. We had never discussed it with each other. We were both grown. 
And he got over there one day and asked her about it. And she was like, that's a lie. That never happened. And he was like, yes, it did. And so he calls me on speakerphone and he asked me, well, he had already told her his story. And so I say mine and it matches up perfectly. And she's like, well, y'all already discussed it. But I swear to you, we had never discussed it before that minute. We've never privately discussed this story. So the only time we've yeah. ever discussed this story has been in front of somebody else. And it's usually my parents <laughs> because my mother <laughs> swore this was not true. Okay. So go back and I'm going to pause here to let y'all know. I did call them witches and I'm not trying to offend anybody that's Wiccan or witches. I have some good friends that are. It's just, as a child, that's what it was like to me, so that's how I described it. So, no offense, but that's what it is. Okay, so we're in this room. They shut the door. We look at each other like, what the hell is that? (laughs) Like, we're little kids, so we don't say that, (laughs) but, you know, I'm sure that's what we're thinking. And so, we sit down on the floor. And we look out the window. We like get real low and we're like peeking out the little blinds out this window. And they have this huge bonfire. And there had to have been 50 people out there. And they were dressed in like robes with hood parts on. And they were chanting and dancing around this fire. They were just circling this fire, chanting. And it was a huge fire. Mm-hmm. It was like a huge bonfire. And so we're we're watching yeah. and you know, we're like, what are, what are they what is going on? Who are these people? We couldn't see anybody. It was just like dark figures dancing around this bonfire. I yeah. understand that this sounds crazy as hell. I understand that. But I swear to you, it is true. Uh, it, it is such a vivid memory to me. And um, we sat in there and watched. And it wasn't that dark when we first got in there. And, um, mm-hmm. but, and then it got darker Were all and those people, or some of them at least, were some of those people at least there when you got there at first? We didn't see did anybody they all just show up her. at one time? I don't know. We didn't see anybody but her. She met us at the front of Hmm. the trailer. And the way this trailer was, it was actually a couple trailers. And they were like at a, um, you know, the circle thing at the end of the road. Is that just called a circle? I don't know what that's called. Cul-de-sac. But it was all dirt. So I don't know if it's still a (laughs) cul-de-sac. But um, so it was like several... It was like several trailers right there. And she met us like in the front yard. And then, you know, she stood there and waved bye to my parents and then immediately took us in the house. So if they weren't in the backyard, which they had to be in, because as soon as we looked out, they already had the bonfire going and they were already out there doing stuff. And so um, we never saw anybody. She took mm-hmm. us straight in the trailer and straight to that back room. She was a sucky babysitter. 
I remember at some point she came in and it seems like she brought us like a plate of food, like one plate of food and a drink. To share. <laughs> yeah. Did she forget um, how many children she had? <laughs> I, mean, I guess. And I don't know if there were other kids there, like in other rooms or something. I don't know. But I do seem to remember her bringing in, like, a, a plate, of, but we didn't eat, I don't, it, it was like, I remember it sitting on the bed. We sat in that corner by that window and watched these people the entire time. They'd stop and, you know, they'd chit-chat and stuff. They'd be in, like, smaller groups talking and stuff. And then they would go back around the fire mm-hmm. and do stuff. And so, and we couldn't hear what they were saying. You know, because we were inside, they were outside, and they weren't, like, right next to the trailer, obviously, with their bonfire. It was a little ways away, so we couldn't hear what they were saying or anything. So... I didn't try and crack the window? Oh, hell no. We were terrified. This woman said, stay (laughs) in here and be quiet so they don't know you're here. And then there's 50 people dressed in creepy robes dancing around a bonfire. On Halloween. Hell no, we didn't crack the window. (laughs) (laughs) So do you know who she is? Yeah, I know exactly who she is. I'm not going to name her name. Okay, so let me tell you this part. Have y'all ever tried to ask her about it? The woman? No. uh Uh-uh. So my mother has always said this did not not happen. Well, first off, because, I mean, what's she going to say? Oh, yeah, we were out there doing some Satan worshiping. (laughs) No, listen to this part though. So my mother has always okay. said that it did not happen. That that absolutely she never would have left us with this woman, because um, they weren't tied or anything, and all of this. This has always been her story. Anytime it's gotten brought up, and it's been brought up probably five or ten times over the years. So what reminded me of this yeah. story was I was searching for something in my phone. And you know how you put in the little search for a word and it pops up all the messages mm-hmm. that have that word in it? So I can't remember what I searched, yeah. but I searched a word and um, it popped up a message that I had sent to Billy and said, um, it said, dinner's going to be late. No, it said dinner's in the oven. I went to my mama's to find out why she left us with witches. (laughs) That was the text. And it made me laugh. (laughs) Because his his response was okay. He just said okay. (laughs) But what had happened was... The best response ever. Okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary there. <laughs> so, um, what I mean, happened you do was... you tell pretty crazy stories. I swear to you, though, Drew, though. I swear to you. I can't help it that I have some stuff happen. <laughs> I 100% swear to you this story is true. Okay, so, anyway, what had happened was Adam called, and he was like, um... Hey, I'm over here at mom's. You need to come over here. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of dinner. And he's like, no, you need to come over here because she just admitted that she left us with those witches. And I'm like, what? Ooh. <laughs> because her, her story this entire I'm on time the way. Been, 
that she has never would never have left us with this woman and so um yeah I like throw dinner in the oven I'm like I am on the way pause this conversation so I haul butt over there so I get there and I'm walking and I'm like okay what now <laughs> and she said he said she just admitted that she did leave us with that woman and uh she's like no, that's not what I said. And he's like, yes, it is. And she said, no, what I said was that I did remember a Halloween where we were supposed to work at this carnival or whatever. And um, she was going to babysit all the kids. And so I'm like, so you did leave what us What does Papa me. say? He, because my mama gets up, because she got real upset. She, she's like, you're, you're saying that I'm a terrible parent, but that's not what we're saying. But, um, so he like backs her up because, you know, you should back your wife up. And so he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't remember. He, he says he doesn't remember anything, but she did remember <laughs> that. This did happen where they had a carnival thing they had to go work at. We thought they went to a Halloween party. And, um, but she said it yeah. was the carnival thing. So, and that Man, she would have been safer at the carnival. Exactly. Anyway, that she did, they just didn't want us under their feet. It wasn't about us being safe. That's not how the 80s worked. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, gotcha. she did remember that she left us over there because this woman was supposed to babysit the kids from the, that, their parents were volunteering or whatever and she was like but she yeah. didn't have she wouldn't have had anything to do with witches or whatever you know satanists whatever you you think happened because they were real big in the church and i'm like listen then- i'm telling you i'm telling you what happened though and um, I'm like, you know, the thing is that our stories have not wavered in all these years. And separately, when y'all have asked us questions, I mean, we could describe like the bedspread and stuff, you know, up into like, I think I know what it looked like now, but this has been like a ton of years ago. But I mean, I remember like, if I could draw, I could sketch this room out for you. That's how vividly I remember it. Yeah. And so she goes, listen, though, she goes, I mean, they weren't into that stuff. But I mean, like, they did at some point do exorcisms and stuff with the church. But (laughs) what? Thank you. I'm like, excuse me, what? She's like, yeah, they would do like occasional exorcisms and stuff with the church. And I'm like, that is not a thing. You people were not Catholic. They were not Catholic. And she's like, oh, no, they they were Baptists, but they did exorcisms with the church and stuff because I wanted to go, but they wouldn't let me go. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? That is crazy. And then she's like, they said it was. We need a volunteer to go do some exorcisms. She said they would run exorcisms at the church occasionally. And then I'm like, how many people in Hepzibah were possessed? It was a small town back then. I mean, I know a few. 
but it was very much like a like um like you know when somebody i don't know if you've ever experienced like your whole life somebody said that didn't happen (laughs) that did not happen none of that happened and then you're like yes it did you stick to it and then all of a sudden they're like okay so part of it might happen and then also, here's this other information <laughs> that fully backs up the other part that I'm not sure happened, you know? And so we were like, what? So it was super exciting to hear. But no, we've not ever, like... Yeah. No, I'm not ever gonna... I'm not gonna name them, and I'm not ever gonna, um, like, go question them. It's scary to me, even like even Why now, not? it gives me the creeps. It gives me the creeps because I can see it because it was like a scene out of a movie. It was like any scene out of a movie where they're like chanting and dancing around the bonfire. That's exactly what it looked like. It was so crazy. It was so crazy. And then she got real upset and she was like, y'all think I was a bad parent? <laughs> Like, I mean, I don't think that she was like, hey, let's, we're just going to leave you with the neighborhood Satanist and um, just try not to get possessed or we'll have to go to the exorcism. All right. We'll be back in a couple hours, kids. I don't think that's what they were doing. Yeah. You know? Like, like it was my father's no. relative and also somebody that, you know, was big in the church where they were volunteering. So. I can see where they were like, oh, yeah, that's that's safe. You know? So, I'm not by any mm-hmm. means saying I think she, they were bad parents for doing this or whatever. And like I said, it was a totally different time right. back then. But um, that's not what it is. It's just that it makes, like, I knew it happened and he knew it happened. And we've always had this story that it happened and we've always been told it didn't. And then it was like some validation that, yeah, this was a lot closer to the truth than they had ever told us. <laughs> so, right. but that's my crazy Halloween story. That's so crazy. See, you have good ones. I don't even have any. I don't ever have any Halloween stories. I don't know how you don't have Halloween stories. We've always done Halloween. I don't know. I know, but I don't have any like creepy Halloween stories that have happened to me. What about when the ghosts used to have party at Adam's house? Were you talking about when the ghosts party at old Adam's house? Yeah, you don't remember how on Halloween the uh, people would always leave the house over there because you could hear people. It sounded like they they were having a party. You don't no. remember that? Every Halloween, no. everybody would get out of that house because it it was so creepy. My mama has left that house more than once on Halloween or been like, where are y'all at? Y'all need to come on home. Because if you were at the house alone, it would sound like there was like music playing and indistinct discussions and glasses clinking and stuff it sounded like somebody was having a party and it was every single halloween that's crazy no no ask her about it she used to get scared more than anybody but uh i mean i've heard some stuff but the halloween thing because i've always been big on halloween i've always had plans yeah so i never was really just hanging out at the house 
but if I would go somewhere or whatever, yeah, she would call and or she'd call my father and be like, hey, are you on the way home? Because <laughs> I'm going to be sitting on the porch waiting. Taking so long. <laughs> <laughs> so, because it was, it would sound, it was I mean, crazy I remember like, like, I remember like Ansley having the little woman as a friend. Yeah, that was creepy. And I remember the story of when we thought we were playing with Mark and it was some ghost kid. Yeah. But I don't remember that. Remember that. I just remember being told the story. But that wasn't on Halloween. That was on my brother's birthday. Yeah, neither was. Oh, really? Yeah, it was on his birthday. My brother that died. Yeah. It was on his birthday. And uh, y'all thought it was Mark y'all were playing with, but I think it was him. But you were so little. You yeah, were, I, I don't know, probably it. two or three. So, I don't know. There's a lot of stories from that house. Like, there's a lot of people that have seen things in that house or heard things in that house. But the Halloween thing We could thing do, was, like, a whole series of episodes from that house. Oh, I got some really good stories from that house. Mm-hmm. I really do. And a lot of times yeah. when one person experienced something, somebody else did too. So it wasn't just one person seeing it. It would be two at a time or something like that. So it was pretty wild. Yeah. So we'll probably sprinkle some of those in in other episodes. I guess our next episode, we go back to the regular. I want to try to find something. Yeah that is christmas related for at some point in december but i don't want to do like a christmas murder because that's so depressing it really is yeah so i want to try to find something interesting but we'll see if i do or not (laughs) we'll see what happens (laughs) but uh, we've we've got our story for next week ready so uh i mean i've got it ready we gotta record it it's back to the regular (sighs) <sighs> the holiday's over. I've enjoyed the whole stories. I have too. It's all these fun. stories. I've enjoyed uh, the change of pace. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot more work than the normal stories, but, um, but it was fun. Yeah. It, and it kept me busy, but um, I've enjoyed it. And I think I will sprinkle in a couple more ghost stories as we're, you know, after our other ones or whatever. We'll just throw one in every once in a while. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's it though. But I just wanted to tell everybody happy Halloween. And happy Halloween. Uh, tomorrow is officially Christmas. No. It's the second. Yes. The second is officially Christmas. November first is Christmas. Mm-mm. It's second. Why November the second? F- because November first is the day of the dead. So we're still spooky on November 1st. Gotcha. Okay, I guess we can move it on to the 2nd. But that's my anniversary. Officially Christmas. Score. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to do a big display this year. I am too. If you see any cheap outdoor decorations, let me know. Listen, I found uh, a mannequin finally. And, um... I found this old yes. wedding dress and I'm gonna decorate I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going crazy I'm gonna build like these gigantic wings and turn her into an angel for my yard so I'm oh, gonna really? have a life size angel yeah I'm wanting like uh, huge wings like 
gigantic wings. So I gotta go get my stuff um, Tuesday to build my wings. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna build end... nutcrackers. Giant nutcrackers. Hello. Oh, out of the buckets? Yeah, out of the buckets. Yeah, that's gonna be exciting. I'm excited. Like, I've got I know. a ton of stuff. So, this is my only thing is that when I pack up the Halloween stuff, we have to bring the Christmas mm -hmm. stuff down because we're redoing the floor in the attic. And so, all my stuff has to be down at once. My house is going to be a wreck. But then I can oh, get all my goodness. stuff put up and organized. And then when I pack up my Christmas stuff, it'll be able to go. Yeah. Because Halloween and Christmas are what I have the most decorations for. Like, I have decorations for everything, but those two are the most. It's got to be, like, yeah. probably 30 containers of stuff between those two, if not more. Man, that's a lot. I know. It is going to be crazy. I'll get there one day. You will. I was looking on Facebook Marketplace, and I saw... A bunch of outdoor decorations and I looked on it and I was like oh my god oh my god I need it I need it and I looked on it and the yard sale was yesterday and I was like are you kidding yeah. me so I messaged them and I was like hey do you happen to still have all this stuff and they said no and I was so upset. it was like a ferris wheel it was seals with balls on their noses it was elves it was snowmen it was all kinds of stuff and I wanted it so bad I was oh, gonna no. drive the hour and a half to go get it and it was already gone just keep watching you'll find something you know um, yeah. last year I found that them people that they just decided they were too old to decorate anymore the way they normally did and we went and bought everything they had and it it was a ton of stuff it was a lot of blow-ups and stuff which i normally don't like but um you know they do add to the yard so but yeah <clears throat> i found that on facebook marketplace you just got to keep an eye if i see something i'll let you know yeah because i'm adding some homemade yes, stuff but um i'm gonna try not to add anything store-bought this year but we'll see. Yeah, I'm trying to add some homemade stuff because it'll probably be cheaper than buying it. Yeah. Hopefully. So. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know. We got off on a different thing and it's not even over Halloween yet. You're uh, taking oh, yeah. over my Today is Halloween, holiday. so. <laughs> We're not even over Halloween and you're already talking about Christmas. Shh. Zip it. Well, we'll discuss this next week. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> We'll have this whole discussion over. <laughs> I'll update you on the uh, progress I'll just edit of it out wings. and put it in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we hope y'all have a wonderful and safe Halloween night. And listen. Let and... us know if anything spooky happens to you. Yes, please. And let us know how y'all felt about our whole detour into spooky stuff on this month. Yes. I'm curious to know. And also, did I do better with the ansos? I've been trying. Oh, I had no idea. I'd have to wait until after I listen to the whole podcast over again. <laughs> I've been trying, but I don't know if I'm succeeding. So y'all let me know how I did. In any case, y'all listen, rate, <laughs> and review us, and share us with someone who loves candy. Or did we do that? No, I don't think we've done that yet. 
That sounds legit. We'll do shares that loves candy. I think Good. it was loves Halloween the last I like time. It. I really need to make a list. I really need to go back and make a list. Yeah, you do. I do. I suck at this. And then... <laughs> In any case, we've had a lot of fun this month um, with these stories, and we really hope you enjoyed them. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we will see y'all again, what, Thursday? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess. What does that mean? I'm gonna be busy. Because it's my anniversary and the first day of Christmas, and Sawyer's birthday is on the 3rd, which is the Thursday. Not birthday, sorry. Month birthday. So I have to take his pictures. Well, that'll be cute up a storm. I know, okay, well, but I'll be I'm ready whenever you are. I got my stuff ready, so. It'll be Thursday. Okay, we'll, we'll see back. what happens. She'll get it figured out. Okay. All right, y'all have okay. a good week. Or a few good few days, I guess. All right, bye. Bye. bye.